Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. That's right. Hi, everybody. I hope you guys have been going well so far this lovely September. I how know. Are you, how are I you? Know. <laughs> I'm like, it's, gosh, it's just so lovely this September. I can't believe it's September already. I feel like it, I think we were talking about this not too long ago, and I would said that I felt like this year has been 20 years since 2019. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. 2020, I'm just not going to count it until it's my birthday, and then we're going to go back 10 years. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not turning 45 this year. I am turning... 35. Yeah, okay. Sweet as. Me too. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, how are you, my lovely? I'm excellent. I'm excellent. so good. Still doing the do, um, living the dream. Got nothing else to add to that (laughs) hashtag. (laughs) You do you, boo. I don't know. <laughs> well, you know what I'm really excited about? So uh. tonight I'm going to be performing at the Mitchell Creek Rockin' Blues Festival. I can't even say what it is. Mitchell Creek. Mitchell Creek. Yes. Rockin' That's Blues Festival. excellent. What time does it start? Uh, it started yesterday. So it oh. goes Friday, <laughs> Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> Right, you're yeah. a bit late then, dolls. Yeah, um, I know. How much I'm of tickets and where can we get tickets from? You know what? I do not know. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're just a fountain of knowledge, babe. You can go online. So they're Google. on Facebook. Yep, you okay. can go, go to their Facebook page and they will have tickets available. Um, I yes. So and it's a mostly Queensland lineup this year because the borders have COVID been closed due to COVID. Dastardly COVID mm. strikes again. It does. It's just been striking all year, hasn't it? <laughs> Can't stand oh that thing. Anyway. right! Well, I'm really excited for our guests coming up. Yes, yeah, they're old friends of ours. Old? Oh, well, you know, they're not old. <laughs> well, uh, we met age, them on the set of Blackwater, where we, we also met. So yes. it's almost like it's family reuniting. A little bit, yeah. It's like a little reunion. But before we get into that, folks, I'm going to talk about a fabulous wine that we are drinking. Thanks, of course, to our sponsors, Naked Wines. We are drinking Doolin and Dunn. It's a beautiful Shiraz from the Barossa Valley. It's intense. What do you think of it? I think it's lovely. It's it's kind of peppery and... Mm. Oh, look at you with your palate. I know. I'm getting better, aren't oh, I? Better. You're so good at it. Yeah, look, no, the great nice. thing about the Doolin and Dunn is they are two amazing award-winning winemakers, and they've come together to do this, especially in the Barossa Valley. So between the Doolin and the Dunn, they've got about 30 years of um, winemaking experience. So check out their websites, just Doolin and Dunn, but also check out nakedwines.com.au forward slash sympathy where you can get yourself a $100 voucher. Um, off your first case of wines. Thanks Fantastic. To us. That's so wonderful. Thank you, Naked Wines. Thanks. All right, wines. let's take a short break and then we're going to come back and introduce our guests. 
Hey, Vanessa, guess what? What? Well, I heard from a little birdie that we are being sponsored by Naked Wines Australia. Okay, I've got two things to say about that. First of all, yay, I love wine. Second of <laughs> all, you talk to birds? I do talk to birds. It's weird. I'm like Snow White. <laughs> <laughs> Naked Wines gives you direct access to over 55 of Australia and New Zealand's best winemakers. They believe in connecting wine drinkers directly to these award-winning winemakers because it's better for everyone. Talented, independent winemakers get the support and funding they need to make the best wine they've ever made. The wine drinkers who support them get exclusive access to those wines at discounted prices. Their mission is to change the way the whole wine industry works for the benefit of both wine drinkers and winemakers. Anyone can order from Naked's almost all-Australian online range, but the best value kicks in when you sign up to be an angel. Members who top up their account with $40 a month to create a stash to spend on wine when they feel like it. The top-up helps fund the winemakers who work with Naked, and in return, angels get to buy as much at lower prices. Do you want to check them out? Use the code SYMPATHY and the password PODCAST. Or go to nakedwines.com.au slash sympathy for a $100 voucher to use anywhere on their site. You're welcome. And we're back. (laughs) (laughs) And we have two pretty amazing gentlemen here with us. Asabi? Yes. All right. So I'm going to read a little bit of bio about the little bit, a little bit, bit I'm going to read a little bio about each one of them. So... On our couch today, we've got the fantastic Nigel Riley. Nigel has worked as an actor, performer, and presenter across film, TV, radio, and stage. He's done it all. Notably, Nigel hosted Extreme TV on Foxtel, was a radio announcer for River 94.9 FM, acted in Your Worst Animal Nightmares for Animal Planet, and is credited as an actor in the ABC documentary Kokoda. He's also worked as a casting assistant for the film Jack Kane. And when he's not doing all of that, Nigel works as a wedding celebrant. He is a wedding celebrant. He the is. wedding celebrant, Nigel the celebrant. That's right. Bringing Welcome. families together. Thank you, guys. <laughs> and our second guest, Justin Harriman. Now, Justin is an award-winning actor of stage and screen, having been in productions including West Side Story, Jesus Christ Superstar, and The Importance of Being Earnest. After recently relocating to Queensland, he is currently working as a drama teacher and he recently started his own film production company called, now correct me if I get this wrong, Alma Films. That's it. That's what it is. You got it right. Yay. Welcome. welcome. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, guys. It's so good to see both of you. I I don't think I've seen you guys since December of last year when you came to my gig. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. That was that was. It was good fun too. Uh, yes, yeah, such a good night. <laughs> Can I get something out of the open straight off the bat? Sure. I just you know the tagline for the show, which I think is great, is um, interviewing Brisbane's most interesting people or something like that. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. 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 So I just want to know why have you got two of us on? <laughs> Are we not good enough to be <laughs> one guest? <laughs> or <laughs> because yeah, we yeah. wanted to have a We're kiki. Need else to back <laughs> this up. Who else could we have? Could we <laughs> I well, was actually surprised that we got an invite at all, Jazzy. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, that's true. ouch. Oh. No, you guys were always on our list. It was just For a case a long of trying time. to do it. And because uh, when I talk about the Blackwater experience, I talk about you two as being outside of Asabi, of course, since we live together, but you two being 
the most important and special guys who held me together and lifted me up, made my performance better. But also, we're just you guys are just legends. And so when I talk about that, I talk, I kind of talk about you both. And I'm sorry, but you're a package deal for me. Yeah, no, look, it's oh, <laughs> really, I, I don't mind. It's, uh, <laughs> I'm actually glad Nigel's here to sort of help me out if I ever, you know, got nothing to say. Help me out, mate. Okay, yeah. sorry, sorry. <laughs> actually, no, I will, I will say something, though, and this is something that Justin wasn't a part of because he was still in Melbourne. Um, I remember our first read. Yes. Oh, and yeah. And we all met at... Uh, it was Graham's, out Graham's house. Yeah, it was in Kangaroo yeah. Point. Yep. And yeah. um, I walked in and I was waiting there and uh, I'm, I'm a bit of a country boy myself. I always wear boots and a big buckle and jeans. Like, that's just my standard anyway. Um, and Vanessa walks in and as soon as I met her and looked at her, I went, I'm going to be really good friends with this person. Straight away. It was just one of those straight away instant connections that I went... I'm going to really enjoy working with this person particularly and I already knew that I was going to love working with Justin because I've worked with Justin a lot, a lot of times before. But um, that initial moment was that moment where I went, this is going to be fantastic. And and same with you when I met you on set, uh, Aww, Sabi. thank you. Uh, well both of so you, are straight off the bat, I knew that this would be something that would continue. Yeah. I think that yeah. happens too. We sort of get on set and we, well read or what have you we sort of anyway if we don't know each other in brisbane you kind of do know <laughs> everyone anyway yeah mm. someone but um you do kind of size each other up and you, you kind of know what everyone else has done but you don't know who they really are so you and then when you get that vibe straight off the bat you just go oh this is going to be really easy to work with this person because of that that instant vibe you, you get and i felt that as well i was just like Wow, these guys are really positive and happy, and just I love that about that. I, I, you know, there's nothing worse than having having to walk on eggshells on a set. So yeah, I know that's very true. Yeah, it was a really good vibe. Mm. I think from the get go, I remember getting the phone call about it, and it was just such a wonderful phone call to have. Um, to be told that as this part had been written with me in mind, and and then I w- he was explaining to me. Y- all of the characters that he he created for for people that he he knew and it was just such an amazing concept um so please folks if you want to know more about blackwater just check it out blackwater the movie and go to creative films on facebook there'll be uh, the trailers trailer yeah i think all three trailers will be there on facebook i don't think the film is available for viewing yet no but just go to creative films on facebook and i think they've also got a a website page there is a website. Sweet. Um, yes. Check and out all of the films. Of yeah, there's a, yeah, there's some behind oh. the scenes. Yeah, there's a lot you can find on Facebook. Um, and Ness, I, I also, you were saying uh, that he certainly had certain people in mind for roles. Yeah. I'm one of the guys that it wasn't. What? It wasn't me. <gasps> so uh, Justin gave me a call and said, this guy is going to call you. He's doing a film. Give him some time. Don't mess it and, up. And don't bugger it up. <laughs> um, no. He said he'll ask you for a screen test. And I did the most appalling screen test. It was in my shed with terrible uh, fluoro lighting. It was an iPad sat on top of a box on top of a chair that was stacked on top of something else. And I hit play and I used a paint roller as a gun. And... A terrible Akubra. cowboy boots. Absolutely <laughs> got my best cowboy boots. <laughs> I might add, those cowboy boots made the cut. They're in the film. Yes. So oh, brilliant. 
Um, but but that's that amazing. Was, that was what I did. I was up against another twelve guys, but the original guy had to pull out for some reason or other. And um, so I remember this was him. Casting. Yes, I remember the original guy. I think it was he was an American from Utah or somewhere. Yeah, he had, and he couldn't yeah. come over. I mean, but I got yeah. I got basically a looking for this before it even started. It was just a thought. Dan James actually got me involved with it. So thanks, Dan. Oh, I was brought in by Rebecca O'Sullivan. So nice. and truth be told i don't know how she knew me but she she was the one who told ian about me because uh, like you i think he'd written the character and he was like where am i going to find this yeah, person we were searching for somebody and she just said i know the exact person you need and then i got a message like, from Brilliant. on facebook where ian's like hi you've been recommended by someone and i was like okay <laughs> and, I, and i've got some beautiful photos and and video of you with the horse just oh patting yes. the horse with your jug <laughs> and uh <laughs> and it's just it was <laughs> one of those <laughs> things <laughs> just, jug. Just, jug. just jug not with my that jugs really no i wasn't not with my jugs but with a jug yes so oh everybody knows <laughs> <laughs> you know i've got some really good photos too of one of the last weeks of filming and my legs are black and blue oh. and my butt is bruised from my tailbone to my lower back and yeah and I got scratches on my back from trailing through the mm-hmm. the, the deep <laughs> south, the deep west, the deep of Toowoomba. I think it's the it's yes, yeah, well, Dolby. weren't we in Dolby? Dolby? Yeah, I don't know where we I was filming. We were in like Dolby. Last thing, the last but my horse bit. just was right sick of it. So and many flies. We were filming um, there was on the back of a truck, and there was me and the person dressed. No, I'm not going to give that away. Uh, <laughs> 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 there was us. We were doing it, yeah. and we were we were um, running away on the horse and the and the horses. And my one decided that it was over it and just went fuck this and piss bolted around the truck and just galloped, bolted. I was like shit. I was holding on for dear life. Oh and my god. When, um, my top broke. My vest broke. My wow. <laughs> I f- and uh, I, I didn't fall that. off. That's a totally yeah. different film. I don't remember <laughs> this film. <laughs> that was Debbie Does Dallas <laughs> in Australia. Uh, honey, honey, to my wife, I wasn't involved in that film. <laughs> it's a different film, and I haven't got the royalties for that. Yeah. And it was Daphne, not Debbie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, mean, I, I know what you mean, though. Like, horses have this, when it's, when, when it's game over, it's time to go home. It's time to go home. Yes. <laughs> and I was on this, actually, it was when I was doing West Side Story as a youngster and we, we had this camp that we went to for a weekend to rehearse and but they also had this was on this you go on trail rides but they also asked does anyone know how to ride a horse and I was like no you know but I found that if you said no you had to stick to the ones that sort of did the nose to ass trail ride it was really boring anyway later in the day shifts change different people sort of running it and I thought oh, I'll go again it was it was fun but this time I'm going to say I, I've know how to ride a horse so <laughs> for a while use some of the terminology and so they put me on a horse had no idea and as a, as we sort of went through and it, you could tell that it was really sketchy but it, towards the end when the horse knew that it was home time like around the corner it bolted yep. and i'm like <laughs> <laughs> and just going around the corner thrashing <laughs> by shrubs and stuff and almost got my head taken off and yeah, so it's an uh, look, it's an experience. And, and you know what? The director of Blackwater asked if I did have ever ridden a horse before, and it was, you know, I said, yeah, ah, yeah. <laughs> 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 it took me way back to West Side Story. I was fourteen, and that's when I <laughs> was riding career started. Sure. No, but you were you were good on that horse. Oh, later in 
late. I did after the first couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like when I remember when we finally filmed that scene. Like how many times did we had a go at it? Mm. It was amazing watching you come up through. It was so good. I think it was the hair too. I had longer hair. You the did hair. have long hair. The suit. Yeah. I loved everything. the whole outfit. I, you know, one of my favorite things was when we were filming the dinner scene with the apple pie and all of the little improv ad libs that you did. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't think they made it to count. I wish there was some. When you guys were floating. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 oh my God, it was so awkward for Daphne to sit there going. He's <laughs> like, I've got, like, what are you selling? I've got these nine herbs and spices. <laughs> Well, between oh. takes, you got to do something. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> it was oh, good <coughs> speaking of between takes, I've got so much raw footage of just me with my, my phone just doing stupid selfies and stuff. And, and throwing I, I had a really terrible mustache yes. when we first started filming. We, we changed that later on. But I had this terrible one that kept coming off. <laughs> so I started letting it just peel off. And doing silly things like, I've come to clean the pool, <laughs> things <laughs> like that. I've got so oh much of that background stuff. And I've got Ness. It was one day, it hit like 48 degrees on one of these days that we were shooting. And I've got Nessie with her pants all the way up to her thighs, <laughs> doing a little dance. <laughs> going, it's so hot. It's so hot. It's so hot. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was Why haven't we seen it. this? Yes, we need to see this. Yes, we need to share this. Or we did the walk it. down the yellow brick road and we're like, ding, 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 ding. That was funny. <laughs> I loved your hair. My hair was delightful. It mm. was. It was a spectacular wig that I had to wear. Um, down to my shoulders. Uh, and for those of you playing at home, you can go <laughs> and get this wig, but then you have to do a lot of work with it. But it, it's it's the bogan mullet wig that you can get from wow. the do costume the stores. Do the voice, Nigel. Come on. I can't do the voice. Do the voice. Come on. Come on, Nigel. Can I get the bogan one? <laughs> you know, get your mullet wig on. It'll be sweet as I. Beautiful. Well, that was thanks to Sam who put all of the costumes together. She yes. was absolutely legendary. Uh, like, seriously. Oh, I remember we oh, played with that wig for hours that yeah. night before I think you arrived. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. Mm. And then we Crazy. cut it. And then we, we cut, cut it. Cut it the next day so that it fit me perfectly. So oh, God. Yeah. Good times. Good times. <laughs> all right, guys. I think we're going to take a little break. And then we'll come back and we'll have some more chats with Nigel and, and Justin. Wine. And more, more wine. wine. More yes. Oh yeah. Hey Hayden, did you know that the American Revolution was sparked almost entirely by a squabble over tea and taxes? What? I didn't know that. But did you know that tea used to be taken with salt instead of sugar? I did not know that. But there's a new podcast on That's Not Canon Productions Network called While You Were Steeping. A curatorial tea and culture podcast. Presented by me, Michael Mandelios. And me, Hayden Rogers. We also sample, taste and review locally sourced teas every week. Mmm, delicious. So follow us on at Steeping Podcast on either Instagram or Facebook for more details. And we're back <laughs> with Nigel and Justin, our two co-stars from Blackwater, but who are amazing entertainers in their own right. Nigel, tell me about being a celebrant. You marry people. Sweet ass, moving on. Justin, <laughs> tell me. <laughs> you say I do, you say I do, you get some pay me the cash, yeah. see you later, honeymoon. Say some words, sign some papers. It's no, all seriously, what made you yeah. want to be one? Um... I have this terrible uh, 
habit of just saying yes to jobs. So um, what happened was friends of mine came to me and said, hey, man, we would love you to MC our reception. And I went, yeah, cool, no worries. I've done about bazillion receptions. Um, and they then said, we would also like you to marry us. To which I said, you need a license for that. And they said, yes, we will pay you to do the course and get your registration. And so I said, yeah, sure, all right. Um, Did you realise how full on the course was? Because no, I'm a marriage celebrant. I know. I'm just unregistered. Wait a minute. Yeah. I'm a marriage celebrant. <laughs> I'm a marriage celebrant too. Oh, my God. <laughs> I am Spartacus. I mean, hang on. Yes. We are. No. no. Sorry. Anyway, sorry, Justin. There's that, there's that. <laughs> Did you realise how full on the course it's was? It's so massive because it's a cert four. So there's 13 subjects. You have to pass all of them, obviously, to become competent. And then on top of that, once you've finished your cert four, you then need to apply through the Attorney General's office to get your registration. Far out. Which incorporates uh, three referee reports. And a an whole interview. bunch of interviews and, and a whole bunch of stuff. And an exam. Um, so it's a much bigger undertaking than you would think. Uh, That's I spent crazy. many, many late slash early mornings, late nights, uh, finishing this on time to be told by uh, the Attorney General's office that, so it's in the order that we received the applications. Wow. And I was registered the day before their wedding. Mm, cutting it close. So very close. But the celebrant who actually married Justin to his wife did my notice of intent for me beforehand and was on standby to do the uh, do the marriage should I not be registered what in time. What a legend. Oh, yeah, great. So she's, it, oh, she's an absolute champion person and she helped me out a lot and gave me a lot of really good tips when I first started. But now I've been doing it for about six years and I'm now the celebrant trainer for South East Queensland for the Gordon Tafe in Melbourne. So That's so good exciting. Are you? I do all the, the stuff up here, all yeah. the stuff up here anyway. That's amazing. You know, in America, you can just go online, five <laughs> minutes, <laughs> get a little certificate. Hey, you can marry well. everybody. <laughs> it is so quick. Like, literally, you just go online, you fill out some paperwork. I think you pay some money, maybe. And then, yeah, yeah it's $49 to be ordained online. Yeah. Uh, I did it in America. <laughs> and my brother did it, too, for, I think, a wedding. Um just because I was one here and I thought I'd be one there as well, uh, it's super easy. You yep. don't even have to do all the exams. Yeah. No I certificate I needed. I certainly <laughs> like the way we do it here a little more. I agree. In that people actually have to think about getting married, mm. regardless of how long it lasts. Have you, have you done the, um, have you done like a, like a character wedding yet? Like an Elvis wedding? No. Not yet. No. No. Or a Star Wars wedding. You would be so good at that. So the second inquiry that I had was for me to go through about seven hours of hair and makeup to become Dumbledore and do a Harry Potter. <gasps> really? Going, yeah. Shut the front door. I was so excited about it. It was going to be up at, um, at Blah Blah Castle and they were going to do the whole uh, owl sending the rings thing. How are they going to do that? Uh, look, 
Yeah, I've actually been to a wedding that the owl did come and drop the ring. That's off. amazing. That was very cool. Because, you know, in the play, they tried to use an owl. So I went to the play in London when it first opened, and they had to cut the damn owl because it wouldn't do what they wanted it to do. So they just used, the like, right a mechanical. Yeah, yeah, you know, the yeah. owl's like, whoo, it's my I'm motivation. Like, the owl does not like steak tonight. Yeah. It's only mice. <laughs> only mice for him. Yes, I'm glad exactly. I'm said it was a wedding because it had it been a funeral and you're Dumbledore, you're your parents are dead. <laughs> 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 that would have been a real funeral. So oh, I can't laugh because I have never read the books. Also, oh, you haven't out. seen the movies? I have them all, so we need to have a Harry Potter. <gasps> My wife's a huge fan, though. Oh, yeah, that's so cute. So you just nod you know. and smile when they talk about it. We have a trivia I at home. Yeah, same. I have Harry Potter trivia. I used to I'm run Harry Potter trivia back in America for like little kids at Barnes and Noble. It was good fun. I love it. I did Twilight trivia. Kind of? Not really. Okay. The same. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, twi- so Twilight. I've seen that too. Right? <laughs> I love your the wife. The first time I met his wife was at their combined engagement birthday party or something. Was your... Was it? Uh, I think it was just engagement party. Was it the engagement party? <laughs> but it was a dress up. Such a great memory. <laughs> so it was, as you do. was come as your favorite couple, or come as ca- come as a famous couple, or something like that. Superhero, or yeah, superhero no, or yeah. favorite couple. Yeah, it just had to be a duo of some sort. So it could have been superhero. It could have been. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So we we came as Bella and Edward, and that was simply because we didn't have time to come up with anything particular. We had the right jackets, and I, m- my wife's a makeup artist, so she put all this glimmer stuff on my face so if wow hit my face <gasps> it looked like i was a vampire in the sun oh that's Vampires so cool don't glimmer, and we okay? didn't know no. that beck was a massive fan of twilight until we got there and she goes we're going to be great mates and we have been ever since really yeah. that's that. amazing I no who they were when they walked up so who are these fuckers i'm glad yeah I would have loved that. That's so that awesome, awesome that you did that. That's so awesome. That is awesome. So now you are a Harry Potter fan, are you? Yeah, it's good. Oh, do you know what house <laughs> you're in? Uh, I believe I'm in, in Gryffindor. You're in Gryffindor. I have okay. been told a couple of times. My wife does keep putting me through the... Uh, the tests. The testy. Yeah. Thing. Actually, I was over their place and I... Oh, that's right. We did yeah, it then. We yeah. Did yeah. The are you, do you know what house you're in as well? I am in um, Hufflepuff. Are you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh that sounds like a be. fun house. I was yeah. like, I want to be the, the dark one. Look I'm like Slytherin. So yeah, I, I am in Slytherin. What can I be in? House. I would think that you would be Hufflepuff or Gryffindor. I reckon I Gryffindor. Think. Yeah, I yeah. think you'd probably be a Gryffindor. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're, mm. we're only a few days apart birthday-wise. Yeah, so but it's not about birth. I think it's about courage, and I think... And like and a lion, like Courage, yeah, like and that person who just kind of runs into battle. You know, you're willing to fight for people. Fucking I, yeah. Or I think that's you. Well, that's all too. right. <laughs> 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 She's a drinker. She's in Gryffindor. <laughs> we'll do the test. We'll do. I just did the oh test with yay. a friend of mine because her friend was like, "I'm surprised Asabi hasn't done that to you yet," and I was like, "Well." You know, she never showed interest. But she's a Ravenclaw. My sister's a Ravenclaw. Oh, I want to be a Ravenclaw. It's hard to do the yeah. test because you go, well, I could choose this one. Yeah, too, exactly. Which one am I more of? Yeah. Well, I will say, when I the very first time I did the test, which was probably 15 or so years ago, maybe longer, I tested into Hufflepuff. And every test I'd done since then was Hufflepuff. And then last year, I went through some changes. 
had some, you know, some emotional changes. And I took the test again. And I remember the sorting hat just kind of sitting there and it was saying, hmm, that's strange. Oh, that's very interesting. That's very strange. And then it said, you've changed. You're now in Slytherin. And it gave me the choice. I could either keep Slytherin or, uh, or keep Hufflepuff or go with Slytherin. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm fe- I feel kind of like a Slytherin. Yeah. yeah so feel it in your heart and, mm. and you haven't looked back since. I haven't. Yeah. I'm so a hard fucking note, bitch. We're going to take a short break. <laughs> 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 Leave these weirdos with their, what is it? We're house. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going off what my wife talks about. Tune in, I tune out. Yeah, I, t- <laughs> I tuned out. We'll be back in just a second. That's Not Canon is a community committed to giving new podcasters a platform to share their voices and have some fun. If you would like to get started podcasting or simply enjoyed this podcast and would like to find out more, you can head over to our website at that'snotcanon.com. If you simply want to support us and what we do, we would very much welcome your patronage at patreon.com forward slash that's not canon. And we're back. Uh, short break. Thank you so much to TNC Productions for looking after us as uh, our podcast producer. And if you go along to their website, you can check out absolutely all of their podcasts. We've got some pretty cool ones up there, such as Shopology. Yes, the music playlist podcast. You should check it out. There's also Podcast Nine and Three Quarters, which is a Harry Potter podcast. Oh, shut <laughs> up. I was Harry just going to mention that one. I, was At I love those girls. There's also <laughs> another one called... The Story Chunder. Story Chunder. That's right. Our good mate, Matt Young. Yes, you would have heard his. Check it out. We've been on the Story Chunder. But also, Matt Young is a very dear friend of ours and is an absolute legend. So, if you do want to go out and see a podcast live, you can uh, head out to the Fortitude Valley or the the Valley. Head out to the Valley to uh, Backdoor Arts. Yeah. Yep. And you'll be able to check out the Story Chunder. And I think they record... Every other Monday night. No one likes to go out on a Monday. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Mm. Yes. But no, check out the story Chunder at Back... Is it Back Dock? Back Dock, I think. Back, back Dock, dock Arts. Yeah. I didn't mean Back Door. That's a whole other thing. You know, when you said it, I was like, really? That's the name they come up with? Wow. <laughs> I mean, progressive. I, w- I was going to jump over that. Yeah. I'm so glad you pointed it out. Yeah, hey, no, it's what happens. Like, hey. <laughs> That's all right. This is the year that never was. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. Just anyway. As you're taking a sip. <laughs> <laughs> this is great wine, by the way. Isn't it? Is. It's so Doodling and done. Barossa Shiraz. Thank you, Naked. Wines. Wines. <laughs> well... Sorry, Thank in Australia we abbreviate wine. things. Arvo, whatever. Naked wines. Naked. Justin, tell me about your production company. Yeah, well, um, look, it's it's one of those things where, as an actor, you sort of go, all right, I, I keep having to wait for these auditions to come around, and they might not come around, or you don't get it, or what have you, and, the, and then stuff's just not right for you. And you know that you're not right for certain things at the audition anyway, and you go through that whole emotional process of, learning the script and then not getting it. So it, it's just, it got to a point where I was like, you know what, I, I'm an English teacher. I've studied theatre for a few years. I'm going to write my own shit. And so I got plenty of ideas and I just got to put some money into it and learn the behind the scenes stuff. And, you know, next year, in, I'm, a, I'm a teacher uh, at a high school and I'm doing film and television 
teaching next year. So I'm getting right into the behind the scenes stuff as well. So um, I thought, why not put a production company together, get my mates in the films and, you know, just have some fun and not really um, get so drawn into not getting the stuff that sort of matters or making it and just do the do the craft and have fun with it and that's all I really wanted to do with it and I've got so many scripts that I've written over the years that have just fizzled off into nothing and gone oh I could redo that and this current one that I'm doing Catching Noonan is something I, I wrote in 2015 and this is before the scandals happened with the, the cricket captains and stuff like that for Australia Hear me out. It's about cricket, the film, but it's not about cricket. Oh, right? no. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, no, it's not. It's, it's, it's all right. I like cricket, <laughs> but I prefer rugby union, but I'll let you go with cricket. Well, look, I, I think everyone has to do a sports film at least once. Okay. And it's, this is my Mighty Ducks. You know, this oh, is I love a it. Uh, cute. Mighty Ducks. Very cute. Cool hey, running hang on. Mighty Ducks. Hang on. You, you have been in a football uh, yeah, web well, series as well. It. Yeah, I didn't create that yeah. one. No, no. Yeah, but actually, Jesse Richardson, who's going to be uh, in catching noon and he does a lot of stuff in brisbane stoked to have him audition and and do really well and and he's going to be playing a big part in that as well so yeah like i said a lot of people from brisbane i want to get involved not if they're, if they're not involved in this one they're going to be involved in the next one and just keep it going and um yeah like i said this one was written in 2015 and it's it was about cricket and it's about you know cultural differences and um it is about racism, which is kind of big at the moment, and it's not as heavy as it sounds. It's really light-hearted, and um, when I was living in Melbourne, I had a, a couple who were uh, great friends of ours, and you know they're from they were from India, and you know you listen to some of their stories of what they've been through whilst living in Australia, and just some of those differences in the in the language. And anyway, we decided to go to the Boxing Day match at the MCG, which is kind of a big thing if you're a big sports nut like me. And I was like, yeah, mate, let's go. And he said, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll buy the tickets and we'll go. And so he bought the tickets. I was going to pay him when I got there, but he put us right in the India supporters section. <laughs> oh, no. And here's me with my, you know, super long blonde hair at the time. Um, I was wearing a yellow um, Australian cricket singlet. And As you do. And this blue army of, you know, Indian <laughs> fans with the drums and going off and I'm like man I hate you right now I hate <laughs> you look what you did <laughs> but that sort of re-sparked the idea of that that script and um and now we're going to do it we're going to do it at the end of this year slash the start of next year so it's beautiful you That's know amazing. what you learn and you grow by moving out of your comfort zone and by you going into that Indian section or the India section that would have been such a cool experience it was they were they were so great. Like yeah. They just so, again, they were, they were just real positive and they're dancing around and they're like, they're like, Aussie do the Bhangra, Aussie do that. And you just get into it and it was it was just a great day of the cricket. And I was like, I have to, there was like a sign for me to finish the script and do it. And yeah. So I'm cool. so excited. Mm. But you would have a lot of film and TV and also photography knowledge because you have done photography for many years I as well. I did a bit of photography, did some corporate stuff, and I did some um, sports photography, actually. Yeah. So, yeah, I've learned a little bit uh, of that sort of thing, but um, I think you, I think it's really good to, if you want to get involved with editing films and stuff like that, to do photography first, because it's, you know, you're messing with saturation and, and just all those things that sort of make a good shot, and um, yeah, I, I thought it was just a really good training course for me to do that, and... Yeah, turn something to 
Mm. Yeah. Very cool. Mm. You've got s- that's wonderful. Together we can all conquer the world. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Seriously, all of our skills combined. Oh my god. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's and true. It, you know, the last you know, Blackwater as well, um, that was a big inspiration for me to not only just move back to Brisbane but to go, you know, why don't we just get together and just do films and, you know, mm. we d- I did theatre for such a long time but it's lost in time. You don't, there's no, you can't video much theatre performance or you can't, you know, there's photos and stuff but it's those moments on stage you'll never get back or those those performances that you never really get back whereas film's different and y- it's like you're taking a bit of your history and you can, I can show my kids when they're older or know share the good times and relive you know we could get together later and watch a film that we did together and that's yep. what i'm looking forward to is that reminiscing and this nostalgia that we we built and yeah and it's it's not quite the same as showing somebody the program from a show that you did um i've just moved house the recently and uh was digging through a bunch of stuff and found the uh program for a streetcar named desire oh that yeah. you directed yeah. and yeah. that I was in and um that was the second show that Justin and I had, had done together how many um, have you done together you know what probably only know. the two so we met total of three so we we met we met on a, a musical called urine town i love that which musical which is an awesome musical yes. it's quite dark and and i love that sort of stuff mm. uh not that my history would show it, but I actually really don't like musicals. So that was a really good one for me to be in. And that's when Justin and I met and and formed a fairly decent friendship then and then moved on to, uh, I think we were doing Streetcar while that was finishing, wasn't it? (coughs) Yeah, just towards the back end of that, I started directing that at a different venue and um, when I saw Nigel, I was like, he fits the profile and he's got some timing there. I'm going to him up and sure enough perfect so 213 pounds <laughs> great <laughs> muscles now is this down in melbourne where you no, guys met no, did you meet up here yeah i'm originally from okay here oh okay um, yeah, yeah i i grew up here and did theater in the logan area mainly in Go- gold coast yep but then took a bit of a break you know went joined the navy and wanted to see the world in a cheap way i did not know this you're a navy boy yeah oh my goodness i mean once i could get out i was out yeah yeah so did you do was it four years is that the yeah yeah. it's funny because it's sort of like you tell people that you're a pilot you were in the military and you got photos of you doing it and it was a really great life experience but it was also just sort of like you go okay um, this is not what I want to do with my life. <laughs> uh, what is it that I want to do with my life? And the psychologist who who sort of gave me the signature to leave sort of said, well, Justin, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You've, you've got a history here of leaving jobs. And, and I was. I was young. Mm. And it, but he got in my head a little bit, as they do. Yep. And I was like, yeah, I am a bit of a quitter. I guess I am. Yeah. Oh. You know, and I just thought, all right, screw it. I'm, I'm going to go back to university and I'm going to do this. And he goes... Well, okay. And he just sort of like shrugged it off like whatever. D- but that was him just sort of, yeah. And yep. then from then on out, I was like, no, no matter what, I'm sticking to uni. I'm going to finish this degree even if I don't like it. And Prove those motherfuckers wrong. Yeah. Exactly. You know what? Life is for living. I have done so many different things from the time that I could legally work 
dad making me <coughs> vacuum his offices when I was 12, maybe <laughs> even 11. <laughs> Thank you. Um, from working at McDonald's for many years to even working um, as a hairdresser slash hairdresser model to working in restaurants to traveling the world to dancing to being a flight attendant to now uh, to medical to working in the heart and lung transplant clinic there are so many things life is for living mm. it's not up to some dickhead in the navy to ever tell you you're a quitter because you're not a quitter you're a go-getter exactly look at you you've, you've created yourself to get all of these skills to now have your own production company and that is incredible mm. thank you you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> and also, we've got a uh, professional fighter. Wait, what? I'm not a professional fighter. I've had one fight, <laughs> which I lost. <laughs> what kind can of I, can, fight? Can what I call you a professional what fighter? What are you doing? <laughs> it didn't knock me out, so I'm pretty happy about it. Were you that. boxing? Uh, I was doing, I had a kickboxing bout at the beginning of 2018. Um, and went three rounds, 22 minutes because of all the timeouts. Far out. But it was a long, brutal fight. Yeah. At, at light heavyweight. So I'm currently uh, training to uh, strengthen because uh, I had a massive back injury at the end of 2018 while we were filming, actually, for Blackwater. Oh, that's mm. um, We f did my first weekend, the full weekend of filming. And uh, during the week, doing my usual workouts and so forth, I um, slipped a disc. And um, I couldn't walk for five days leading up to the next full day of shooting. And um, Still got on that horse though, didn't you? Still ya? got on that horse, yeah. Well so done, show must go on. That, was, that put m a big kink in my fighting too. Right. Uh, and then had another operation a week before the Brisbane showing of Blackwater. Um, I had an operation on my nose. Yeah, uh, I remember that. So again, that's put me back again. So this year was going to be the year that I came back. <laughs> I think 2020 was 2020 the year that everybody was yeah. going to. Yeah. But having said that, it's given me extra time to strengthen and and to to look at how I'm building muscle and how I'm doing the things that I'm doing. I'm doing a lot more work in functional training, mm. making sure that I'm actually not doing a lot of weights at all, but I'm doing a lot of cardio, a lot of movement-based exercise, uh, and trying to work towards a really strong body so that when I do a big weight cut, because I don't want to fight at light heavyweight again, I've got to drop a good 10, 12 kilos, which is a big drop, mm. um, especially for a 40-something. It's it's a lot of weight. Let me know how you do um, it, huh? It's, it's <laughs> oh look, it's not Men fun. drop it a little it's bit easier fun. than women, though. They do, uh, mm. but it's still not fun. No, it's, definitely it's not. It's a really brutal thing to do. Even when you're younger, mm. when you're 40, well, I'm going to be 41 by the time I'm doing this this cut. Um, it's going to be brutal. brutal. I would recommend deadlifting. Like I know it sounds like it's. That's it, how but I did it's my back. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's true. You've got a back injury. No so deadlifting for yeah, you. Yeah. But I've noticed, at least for me, that's the quickest way for me to tone up and slim down is to deadlift. And Mine is to stop yeah. eating. Well, yeah, there's that. <laughs> and that. That's a huge part of it too. We've mm. gone very, uh, very clean with what we eat. Yep. There's not a lot of processed foods that we eat in our house anymore. And, and that's simply from a health choice. Sure. And trying to work towards, uh, we, we call ourselves flexitarians. That's what I call myself. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> I'll have a steak when I want it. But yep. a lot of the time we eat vegetarian in our yep. house. And that's that's just but that's uh, a great example for your children. Yeah, mm. absolutely. It's just being able to, I think, 
like we were talking about before, it's kind of being flexible in our lives so that we can enjoy all of life. Exactly. um, I I think that's something that I know about Ness too, is she's a chameleon. It doesn't matter where you put her, she'll fit in. Yep. Um, and I try to be a bit like that too. You know, I can I can hold a conversation with somebody that's a fighter or a sportsman or whatever because I'm doing a lot of stuff with uh, exercise and diet and all that sort of stuff. But I'm also an artist and uh, somebody who does weddings. Um, I can I can have that conversation. Sure. And I, I work in health as well. My day job is in mental health. Yeah. Okay. Um, and again, it's something that I've done. I've done a lot of jobs. My wife actually said that if it if a TARDIS rocked up in our backyard, she wouldn't be surprised if it was mine. <laughs> because That's awesome. I, I can't have fit that much stuff into my life. But again, I'm that yes guy. But I'll, it's I'll yes. say, oh, there's an opportunity. Yeah. I'll take that opportunity and go for it. Exactly. exactly. I love that. Mm. And on that note, let's take a short break. All right. So what are you going to listen to now? You could browse endless podcast lists and take a shot. You could ask your mates and wait for no one to reply. Or you could listen to us, your friendly castologists, the professional pickers of all things podcast. Zane, Nick and Liz listen to all the things so you don't have to and find the best podcast that should be on your radar. Every Monday we're coming at you with three hand-picked podcast recommendations. Then we review each other's selections so you know what's really good. Will we always agree with each other's picks? Yeah, probably not. But hey, you're clever. You know how that's how reviews work. You got this. Uh, that's not kind of productions podcast and we're back and we are sitting here talking with nigel riley and justin harriman two of ness and my colleagues from the blackwater film you know what um justin brought it up earlier he's like why are we putting them both together and i feel like we probably should have done <laughs> one <laughs> we should have done one per episode we, because there's so much there's to talk about. so much to talk about and we did talk about this we did talk about having you guys separately and i was like but it would be so much fun to have us all back together oh, again, sure, you know. Oh, and getting the band back together. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, Turn we, it up to could, 11. We, I mean, we could re- reoccur as guests, surely. Yeah, yeah definitely. Definitely. Next season. Yeah. Yeah, when you start your fighting and yeah, your film is being released. I want you to wear headgear. Yeah. You want me to wear headgear? What? Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I want to punch you in the face. That's why she wants you to wear headgear. She's going to do a round kick You're to the face. I, kick I, the I keep yeah. telling my wife, it's it's 100% about not getting hit. Yes. So <laughs> I don't helps. know why she's so worried about me getting hurt. It's, it's ridiculous. It's a lot I mean, of I, ducking. Yeah, and I take my hat off to you, mate, because uh, I... <laughs> <laughs> do you take your hat? You take guy. your hat off. Well, Sounds like you just said I take my head off. That is specifically made <laughs> yeah, to no, fight. Look, yeah. <laughs> I, did, I did a bit of sparring in the military. Even that was scary because it's it's not real. It's just you guys sort of mucking around and I, I think, yeah. Um, but you know how you, boys are. If you grew are. up watching Van Damme, like yes, I did. Yes, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, 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 and yeah. the Tong Po thing. Mm. Oh. You really you, there's a moment where you go, I need to do that at least once in my life. Just. I want to do the splits on two chairs and be like. <laughs> there's a there's a That's saying that amazing. says everybody should be punched in the face once to realize no. that their jaw is not made of glass and it doesn't hurt as much as you think it does. I don't I need to be punched in the face to way. know that. It's I was so punched true. in the face hey, a couple of months ago. Didn't enjoy yeah. it. <laughs> didn't enjoy That's it. That's right. This is this is wine and sympathy. <laughs> But I've been kicked in the face. I've had my nose broken. Oh, my God. Um, my final year of dance training at Bartuccio's in Melbourne, my best <laughs> friend uh, 
kicked me in the face. Turns this doesn't out sound accidental. It wasn't. Turns <laughs> out a year, a couple months later, she admitted to it was planning. So wow. I'm doing this beautiful maneuver. I'm about to go into my solo, and all of a sudden, and that's like, oh, she wasn't even supposed to be there. <laughs> <laughs> like, she just like shimmied up. <laughs> Bam. No, I don't know. <laughs> and I come out of this sort of turn, and my arm goes down and goes out, and I'm wearing this all white outfit, and I'm like, why is it red? Why oh. is everything red? Wow. And then I look out into the audience and everyone's like. Oh, she, she did this stu- during a performance? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was on stage. Oh, Stunned Lord. Um, all over. And so I went running off the stage and um, I'm like. <laughs> and the stage manager goes, shh. The audience can hear you. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no talking backstage. Stop bleeding. <laughs> You're bleeding too loudly. Oh, hey, this is a good topic. Yeah, performers. What? What's something? What's the most embarrassing thing that's happened to you whilst performing? Oh, I've got one. This happened yeah, to me last year. Surely. Last year. So, I was hired to do this cabaret. It's a cabaret called Respect about the life of Aretha Franklin, and I play Aretha's sister Irma. And they put me in this dress that just fit. It just fit. Like, I couldn't even wear a bra in it, you know. And, and like, we tried all kinds of things. Like, we were like, let's just duct tape them up. You know, no, 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 no. I had to, like, squish everything in. And so I had worn a slip because it's a very short dress. It kind of has this, like, slit up the middle. And I was like, well, I don't want people to see my underwear. So I brought... Or your breakfast. (laughs) Yeah, right. So I (laughs) I I bought this black slip to wear underneath. And this was the outfit that we wore during the um, curtain call. And so I'm out there and I'm dancing. I'm shimmy. I was like, "Why is it so cold?" <laughs> 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 and I look down, and while I'm like dancing and shimmying, that slip just shimmied right on down to my ankles. And I was like, "All out!" And the audience was like, <gasps> "And I was like, oh, oops!" <laughs> and I just pulled it back up, and they cheered. <laughs> they yes. loved it. They were just like, "Yeah!" And I was like, "Hey." And then it was a sold out <laughs> season. So yeah, well it done. totally was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they all wanted pictures with me after that. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was pretty crazy, but that's probably the most embarrassed. Like, and I just kind of because I mean, I couldn't be that embarrassed because it happened. So it's kind of like, well, I can't leave. <laughs> I got to finish the song, so I just finished. pulled that's it up and I was like, mm-hmm. "Yep. Y'all just saw my cooch." Woo! <laughs> Um, I've got a few embarrassing things rolling around in my head, but unfortunately, I'm not willing for the world to know them. Oh, that's okay. I'm happy to share. That's okay. Okay, Justin, your turn. (laughs) (laughs) Back in the community theatre days, we'd, um, you know, Grandma used to come watch, and Grandma is a massive party animal back in the day, still is to this day. Probably what we could consider an alcoholic. Anyway doesn't drink the wines probably should stick to wines instead of what <laughs> she does drink but <laughs> we always got nervous when we knew grandma was coming to watch that night because not only was i in the show but you know my parents did theater as well and uh grew up around that and <laughs> we get nervous because grandma is also a little bit deaf and she would cheer real loud you know and just you could hear it over the top of it. <laughs> and it was like, just, I don't care if you cheer, just don't say my name. Like, God, I'm just And you're like, fuck. <laughs> she said my fucking name. Everyone in the cast is going to know who that lady belongs to. Oh. And then um, the worst part was doing a, a, a like, musical review, and I dressed up as Frankenfurter and did uh, Frankenfurter's. Uh, Rocky Horror Show. Time Walk. Yeah, yep. Sweet yep. Transvestite. Sweet Transvestite. Oh, love it. And Great. That was the encore song. And so 
I get on there, and by this time she'd gone to intermission and had got it sunk a few during intermission. <laughs> a few. Come Love back, your and grandma. she was off. She was like at a past ten, and she just she had I don't know where she got them from. They were fake flowers. I think she got them from the foyer of the theatre. She, she got them from the she flower bed outside. She walking up towards the stage, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm performing. I please God, don't come up here. She's like, oh, God, on your <laughs> She brings the flowers up as I'm performing, gives me flowers while I'm performing. Oh, my God, I love her. So, you know, it, I mean, she's proud and everything, but it was just like, that was probably the most embarrassing That's thing. beautiful, though. But that wasn't anything you did. That was your grandma yeah, being that, fucking oh, awesome. It was, em- it was embarrassing <laughs> it was for embarrassing him. For sure. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. by the way, sorry, Mum, I just did a couple of swear words. Oh, she doesn't care. <laughs> All right, Nigel, your turn. Everybody's looking at me. <laughs> your turn, you're I, next. I honestly can't think of anything particularly that's happened. I've had a flawless career. <laughs> I am perfect. No. Look me up, no. Nigel the Celebrant. Perfect. <laughs> perfect. Practically perfect in everywhere. Oh, Hang goodness. On, Where's that measuring tape? We got. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's in the office. My, my embarrassment comes from all the jobs I've said yes to. So mm. I, uh, likewise, probably on the same stage that Justin had his uh, moment, I played Herod in Jesus Christ Superstar. My oh, favourite musical, well and done. Look, it was fun. Again, I told the director, I don't like musicals, so she said, you can be Herod. And I went, yes, okay, this sounds fun. Because it's a, a huge, hu- a huge show-stopping Massive. show. Mm. Uh, this particular song... Um, well, it's with the lashes, right? One. Oh, like uh, it's it's uh, massive. Uh, uh, uh. No, sorry. No, that that's no, King, that was Herod. Uh. King Herod does the the whole. I wash my hands of it. It's not my problem. Um, okay, yeah. And and I think Rick Mail plays it in yeah. in the movie version of it back in the day. And I love Rick Mail, which is awesome. But um, the outfit that I had to wear, I stood on stage, and it was this very long, luxurious curtain. Uh, with a big gold trim and I had this huge gold helmet with big gold boots um, and I started in a pose and started the song and then you turn and it is actually only half an outfit so it comes off my shoulder oh, yes. all the way down straight down the center and I was pretty much completely naked bar a big gold nappy <laughs> As you do. He's side. not Jewish. <laughs> 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 nice. <laughs> a big so gold look, nappy. Uh, and, uh, yeah, basically that's what I was wearing in this show. And and that was that was sort of one of the more embarrassing things. I was also about 30 kilos heavier then too. So I was, uh, I was a pretty wobbly performer uh, in, in half-naked wear. <laughs> uh, but I've been a sheep. I've been a fairy godmother. Uh, in in full uh, full tutus. About the stuff you've done in theatre. Oh, yeah, in yeah, theatre, okay. just yeah. theatre, right? <laughs> not just a new not what you do uh, for fun so on a Friday night. Turn around and the robe came off. Or no, that that was just that was the outfit. The outfit. Oh, so that's itself. the embarrassing so I moment. Think, I think the embarrassing moments are the things that I've gone. Yeah, all right, I'll do that. Yeah, right. I'll do that. You know what? The best That's part not so embarrassing, King though. <laughs> yeah, I don't get embarrassed very easily. King it, Herod it takes a bit. is probably. A really great character if you don't want to do many rehearsals because you only got the mm. one song and I, and I couldn't either. That was the other thing. I was working radio at the time, so I was doing a lot of uh, shifts that were either going into or after uh, rehearsal time. So I'd have to leave at ten to do a mid mid dawn shift or something like that. 
um, and I was also filming a commercial in Toowoomba during the show. So at one stage, I was driving back from Toowoomba during the first act to make it back by my song. That's hectic. Uh, it was not fun. But uh, yeah, um, that that was yeah, it was probably the best role for me, and and it's such a great role because it's such a short role. Mm. It's five minutes of glory, and people go out remembering about three things out of that whole <laughs> thing. It's it's like it's it's all about Judas and Jesus, and that big show-stopping number in the middle. <laughs> so it was kind of cool. The I Naked King. To play pilot. I love that musical too. It's probably one of my favorites. As Favorite. Well, I got to see it a few times with my sister um, when it was John Farnham as Jesus, uh, John Stevens as Judas, Kate Sobrano as Mary, yeah. and it was and Angry Anderson yeah. as Angry Herod. Was, he was brilliant. Though. Oh yeah. my god, it was the it was best show cast. I think I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, see, yeah, we saw it a couple of times. It was the best. I Although wish you're not I a massive fan again. of John Farnham, are you? So I'm not a fan of Andrew Lloyd Webber. Well, yeah. <laughs> so. I I've never seen Jesus Christ Superstar. Um, no. I know no. I get so upset all the time no. when she says this. I'm just like, don't yeah. even talk to me. No. Look, I, you know what? I, yeah. <laughs> I picture you as someone. <laughs> have you, know, you seen Cats? Go, Unfortunately, I have. Okay, so if you've seen Cats, <laughs> Jesus but Christ Superstar yeah. will be like, wow, he actually yes. can do stuff. I've I've heard that. I've just I've never just been a fan of his. I thought you were like a jukebox where I could just go. I could no. say a musical. No. You give me one song. For I'm you. not a mu like you. I'm not a musical theater person. Wow. I've done a lot of musical theater, but it's just because I can sing and act. And so that's why people, (laughs) they're like, we're going to put you in this musical. And I'm like, okay. But um, (laughs) yeah, I just was like, all right, sure. And and I've done a fair amount of musical theater, but I'm not like, I'm not a musical theater person. Do you yeah. have a so you don't have a dream role then? Aida is my dream role. Oh yeah. Yeah. Ah. And I've been in Aida, but I played Nehebka. Yeah. So I love it. Yes, I love that musical. That's that's one of my favorites. Mm. It is. Yeah. It's amazing. Mm. What about you, Ness? What's your favorite role? Dream role. Dream role? That you'd want to play. Oh, shit. Uh, I think a dream role for me would be in a movie uh, where I play a vampire queen. Ooh, that yes. would be cool. I would just love it. And I have like this little army of little vampires. You know what hasn't been done yet? <laughs> Well, in the independent scene, and what maybe we should think about, mm. this is Alma Films head talking here. Nice. Trademark musical. Vampire. Oh, vampire. Oh, my God. Can I please be in it? Uh, that would be amazing. I need, a, I need an MD. Look, I don't know who's listening, <laughs> but we need an MD. <laughs> we need a composer. We need to get writing We need to do stuff. it. Let's See, make um, it. I'm thinking we, we need a financier. <laughs> All we need to do is look at Joss Whedon and his amazing production of Once More with Feeling for Buffy. Yes. I think it was yes. the last season when they did the Johnny. musical episode. Which yeah, is I've heard the that that's a great episode. Okay, I've got it over there. Let's watch it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the CD. I've got the book. I've got yeah. the playbook. I've got the songbook. Um, I've, also, I've got all the lyrics. Uh, <laughs> I had an ex who made me watch all the Buffy. The oh, really? The whole lot. Yeah, the yeah. whole lot. And I, I was like, you're not going to get me into this. You're not. Yeah. Really no, not. Buffy's but the then I got so into uh, it a little bit and then... You know, and then by the end of it, I was like, "Yeah, I love it." It's yeah. Great. So, what's your and daughter's middle name? So <laughs> <laughs> just, just <laughs> saying. Is it Buffy? Oh, Willow. Oh, Willow. yay! Yeah. I love you more now. Do you know I haven't seen any of the Buffy TV series? Either. I will when we um, have another um, ISO. <laughs> we'll sit down. <laughs> Let's oh, not sorry. let. Yes, <laughs> please do not. Universe <laughs> avert. Avert. 
No, but I've always sort of, I sort of boycotted it because, yes, I boycotted the TV version because I was such a fan of the movie and I didn't like who they cast in the TV version. It's just silly. It is very silly, but it's me. (laughs) Because there was, I mean, if you read all the history about it, oh, I sound like a Buffy nerd. I'm going to give up. No, it's okay. okay. Be a Buffy nerd. What do people instantly not want to watch because somebody is in it? Like for me... Oh, anything with Tom, Tom Cruise. Yes, oh God, anything yes. with Tom Cruise. I was about to say I yes, I right? Shit, I am. I, d- I, I, I don't him. mind Tom Cruise. Um, oh, yeah, uh, he's doing it for I'm the short man. Well, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> you know what? I like it when he's quiet. What's that movie? <laughs> What's that movie that he did with Cameron Diaz, where he almost said nothing T- at all? Turn around night or night, night, or night day, day or something, day and night or whatever. Who knows? Cameron Diaz is going. I know that. F- look, who are these people? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know their films that they're meant to be in the film. Nah, hey, hey. Look, anyway, I like that was my that's like my favorite stuff. Tom Cruise. That well, okay. So there's that movie and there's Legend, that's which was one of his. Yeah. No, that's shit. That's a guy. Legend, that's a guy film, because all he does in film. Legend is just stand around with his mouth open. He doesn't say anything. He's it's fantastic. I actually love Jerry Maguire. It's a great film. I've done a couple of scenes for some acting practice. Jerry Maguire is good. Did you do the show me the money scene? You'd be good at that. No, I did the... You should totally do that scene. I would be good at it. I could see you standing on the couch. Come on, baby. Say it to me. Say it to me. So I'm playing the Cuba Gooding Jr. character. Yeah, you and are. playing the Tom Cruise I, character. Yeah. I would rock it? that Tom Cruise character. What about uh, <laughs> the one he did with Dustin Hoffman? Uh, Rain, Rain Man. Man. That was all about <laughs> Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, that was a Dustin Hoffman that, film. That was a Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, Dustin about, was so good. What about Risky Business? Eh, that's all right. That was all about the hookers. That was all about him sliding across the floor in his <laughs> underwear singing that song. What's that one he did with Paul Newman? Is that Risky stuff. Business? He does, yeah. I think that's Paul funny. Newman? Uh, oh, he and did. And Tom Cruise? He did. That was a good film. They played yes. pool? Oh, uh, what was that called? I can't we even remember. Suck, by the way. We need it's to get to better. It's things on the, on the spot. It is. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah, a few good wines into you. Yeah, uh, thanks to thank our Thank you, lovely Naked Wine. Naked Wine. Thank you. I love you. Thank you, Justin. What about naked wines? Naked wines? Please do not misspeak them. The wines that don't give you the red teeth that you get from Oh, I think I do. You don't have red teeth. Your teeth are perfect. Oh, thank you, darling. You're welcome. Even good with clothes on. Well, look, guys, we're going to probably wrap this one up, but what we are going to do is put a link on our page, our Facebook, our Twitter. Oh. Yes. Instagram. We're gonna we're gonna put it on everything. Um, spaces. Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> the <my> tubes. <laughs> all of the above. The, the, I don't know what did I'm you call it? Like the twit twit face. Face twit. You twit face. I like to call it you twit face. The you twit face. Nobody does. We're gonna put all of the stuff up about our lovely guests this evening. Sorry, this afternoon. Whatever. Huh? Yeah. Today. Today. Wine. Yes. And sympathy. <laughs> Thanks, Justin. Thanks, Nigel. Thank Thanks you. for having us. We loved it. Truly enjoyed having both of you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into Wine and Sympathy. We hope you've been enjoying the episodes. And as always, you can follow us on Facebook at Wine Sympathy, on Instagram at Wine Sympathy. And if you ever want to reach out to us, please feel free to email us at info at winesympathy.page. That's info, I-N-F-O, at winesympathy.page. Thanks, guys. We're ready to go. We're ready to go.
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.